Welcome to this week's episode of the Warrior Way podcast. We had two guests, two warriors in this week to talk a little bit about their cheer season, cheer success, uh, both this year and during the 2019 season when they won the state championship for the first time in nine years with with first-year head coaches as well. So, uh, Grant, what did you take away from Abby Heisinger and Emily Van Ruler? Um, this was actually a lot of fun interview for me. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the cheering world, so it was kind of cool to listen to them, just share their experiences with it, and really share with both me and you like what it looks like, how it looked like with COVID happening, and all that. And they were, I mean, two great, wonderful warriors to get to know. And I think the the coolest thing about this one was they actually reached out to us to ask yes. if they could come on mm-hmm. and tell this story, and that's what we want. So anybody listening who has a story to tell, We'd love to have you guys come on, and and like Grant, you just said, uh, through this, we neither neither of us are well versed in cheer, mm-hmm. uh, so we got to learn and and understand what their 2019 season was like compared to this year and how things look different. So yep. it was a very educational uh, show for us, and we hope you enjoy as well. Uh, this is the Warrior Way. All right, let's welcome in our guests for this episode of The Warrior Way. We are joined today by a couple of warriors, uh, Abby Heisinger and Emily Van Ruler. Thank you so much, girls, for getting up early before school to come in and chat with us. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you for having us. So for both of you two, how has the school year been going thus far? Um, it's going good. It's kind of weird wearing mask every day, but I don't mind it. Yeah, I would say, like, about the same. I think it's going fine. I'm just glad we're back in school rather than being online and, like, being around our teachers and friends. And tell, so. tell us a little bit about what remote learning was like for both of you. What was that experience like? Um, well, obviously it was different, like, adjusting to having to find the motivation to do school while you're at home. Um, but was really what was really nice is we actually did, like, kind of online school together. And, like, we were together almost every day, like, doing school to make sure we actually, like, got our, like, stuff done. So you're kind of holding each other accountable a little bit. That's what good friends do, right? Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about you two so the listeners know um, who you are. What grade are you in? What kind of classes are you taking? Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, I'm Abby. I'm a senior at Washington. Um, I'm involved in competitive cheer, obviously. Um, Sideline cheer, link crew. And the classes I'm at at Washington, um, I'm in teacher pathway child development, and then I'm in two AP classes, AP Lit and AP Environmental Science, so. Awesome, so do you think you wanna be a teacher someday? Yeah, I think so. Have you always wanted to be one? Um, Not really, kinda hmm. just decided this year. So. What kind of, what spurred that thought of wanting to be a teacher? Um, well, I work at a daycare, so I spend a lot of time with children, so I kinda enjoy it, so I think maybe I'd like to be around like kids. Thinking little, little kids? Yeah, like elementary. Really, good for you. <laughs> that we need more people mm-hmm. like you, yeah. that's awesome. Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Emily Van Ruler. I'm a junior at Washington. I'm involved in competitive cheer, too. Um, I'm also involved in senior events committee, which is super fun. We haven't been able to do much, but, um, yeah, that's fine. Um, Classes I'm taking, I'm taking three AP classes right now, and then I'm taking just, like, your math class, and I'm also in, like, government, so just pretty standard classes. How have AP classes been? 
Um, they've been a little bit tough um, for me, but I'm getting through it. I have lots of friends in my classes, which that helps a lot. So. Now, last week we had Principal Carrie Papke on, and we talked a little bit about blended learning. Are mm -hmm. either of you in blended classes right now? Yeah, we both How have do you them. like those? I love them. I think it's um, super motivating because you get, like, class time. You get to, like, go do whatever you want during class if you stay on top of your work. Um, so I think that's super nice to just uh, work hard so you get a break. Just yeah. What classes do you have blended in? I have AP Lang, that's blended, and I have Accelerated Pre-Calc, that's blended. Okay, and is it like, and I'm kind of learning as I go, I knew a little bit about blended learning, but I'm mm -hmm. learning, each teacher kind of does it differently. Yeah. Do you have, do they set the same schedule for like you're in class this day, you're blended this day each week, or does that change from week to week? Um, For sure it changes in AP Lang, it just kind of depends on what we're doing in class, if like it's something we can do at home, or if he'd rather have us in class to do it. And then for pre-calc, usually it's like one or two days a week that we have blended. But right now, since we're uh, studying for semester tests, we're in class um, all the time. Awesome. So let's talk about the cheer season a little bit. What did that look like this season, especially with COVID-19 happening? Um, well, it was a lot different with COVID. So usually we start our season like June because cheer, like you need a lot of time to like prep your routine and stuff, especially with like stunting. So we didn't get to start till like july i think august. and or like august-ish yeah august july and we like we weren't we weren't able to stunt which is like the main thing in cheer so like it was really hard with that we weren't able to like figure out stunt groups especially after losing like three seniors i think it was mm -hmm. yeah so we had to figure all that out and then competitions looked a lot different too with covid we had like pods which is where like there's like four schools like that each go into the competition at each time and then they leave. So, yeah. Yeah, like norm uh, like normally with competitions like all the schools would go and then at the end we'd have our awards where everyone like sits, to sits together while they announce like the winners and stuff. Um, but like this year we went like you would go, two other schools would go and then you would leave and you wouldn't find out until like later that day at like five or six o'clock. Like your coaches would get an email if you won or not, yeah. So, so it was, it, the, the word that comes to my mind when I hear that was, it sounds very vanilla. Like it was, it yeah. was like, oh, we're going to go do a routine and then we're going to be done. Everybody's going to leave. And then maybe we'll get a call from coach saying right. we did well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We would like show up. There would be like two other schools. Like a lot of times it was us, Lincoln and Roosevelt. So we'd show up, we'd see them, we'd perform. There'd be like no one in the stands. We would just go home and then like on the bus ride home, our coach would be like, oh yeah, by the way, you got like third place. Here's your score. So yeah, it was it was really different. It was something definitely to get used to. And now I'm obviously not an expert on cheer. Um, I told you guys when we met a week ago or so, my extent of like really knowing cheer was a documentary on Netflix that I watched with my wife. Mm -hmm. But I did learn a lot through that. So when you say stunting, I have to imagine you didn't do stunting because of social distancing. Yes. Yeah. So w did your routines have to be social distanced amongst your team? Well, okay, so normally, again, like she said, we start our season super early in the summer, and then we practice all summer. But because of COVID, we had our team split in two, so we had two separate groups to practice the entire summer. And then it wasn't until August where we actually got to stunt. And so at that point, we had all been together all summer, so it was like it was super easy to just like get together as a whole team and figure out a routine from there but like throughout the entire season there was people out like who missed competitions because of covid or like close contact who had to miss practice just it was like a lot of people in and out which made it kind of tough and this season um 
and we're going to get to last season's successes in just a little bit, but I have to imagine for your coaches who this year are second year coaches, mm -hmm. that had to be a big uh, hurdle to jump through with learning how to practice plan or how to plan for distancing and putting in groups and pods and all that. What have the coaches been like through this season? Have you experienced how grueling it's been for them or have they really done a good job of, you know, managing everything that's gone on and, and still found a way to have you guys enjoy this uh, this season as well? Yeah, I think our coaches did a really good job like handling distancing and stuff like that. They had to like screen us before every practice, like ask us the COVID questions. And they said that it was kind of stressful for them too though. And like, because uh, of close contact, a lot of like you would get called out during school and then we'd be down like a stunt group because one person is gone, the whole group is gone. So it was just kind of really stressful for them with that, like having to rework our routine every competition because someone is always out because of close contact. And give those coaches a shout out. What are their names? <laughs> um, Mackenzie Jensen is our head coach and then Mackenzie Fisher is our assistant coach. Awesome. So let's uh, with those names, let's go back to them being first-year coaches. Okay, let's talk a little bit about last season. Just try to summarize what last season was like. Um, well, I think when we talk about winning state, I think the first thing we have to address is that the entire regular season, we didn't win a single competition. We, really? Yeah, the highest I think we placed was second or yeah. third place. We So we went the entire season without winning a single competition. We were always getting beat. Um, and then kind of like going into state, we weren't like expecting to win, but obviously you want to go in with like a good mentality. So I think like that day there was some magic in the air. We went first at the whole competition. So that was also like... We had to go first for all the cheer teams, um, which was kind of nerve-wracking, honestly. But after, we were glad it was over. Um, and then we just kind of waited it out. And at awards, they and uh, we thought we were getting fourth. We all thought we were getting fourth. And then we didn't. And we just like kept moving up and then got announced for first. And it was really special. At any point, like once they, like, because I'm assuming they announced like third place, second place, mm -hmm. like that. So at what point did you kind of, you said you were thinking like you guys were going to get fourth. Was there any point all of a sudden you're like, wait, wait, this might happen? Yeah. Like, kind of walk us through that. Yeah, so I think they started around, like, seventh or eighth place, and then they kept going up. And when they got to top five, honestly, we were all super happy we made it to the top five because um, we weren't expecting to win or anything. So we were just glad we kind of made it up there. And for, like, the past few years, as long as I can remember, honestly, it's usually been between us, um, Brandon, Harrisburg, Roosevelt and O'Gorman. So that's usually the top five. It just kind of depends on where everyone falls. Um, and then we didn't get called for fifth. And we were like, okay, we're definitely going to get called for fourth. Like, there's no way that we beat all these, like, crazy good teams. Like, obviously we were good. But um, so, yeah, they didn't call us for fifth. And then they called um, someone else, wasn't us, for fourth. And then we were like, wow, we really made top three. Like, at this point, like, we didn't want to get our hopes up. But at the same time, like, we were super happy that we made it that far and like throughout the season when you say you didn't ever win a single competition did you know in the back of your head that you would you know could put it together and win a state championship on any given day um definitely not we um obviously we, we were all there to cheer we all love cheer we love doing um competing with our friends um we love doing all of that we just kind of went in like do your best really try your best and it just worked out so and i just want to add being a coach as well i know that there's certain days where um, your team just outperforms or overperforms. Would you say, like, did you know in that, like, when your competition at state, that first routine got done, that you were just like, that was better than anything we've done this whole season? Or did it did it feel any different on that day? 
Yeah, it felt like really good that day because we went well first of the whole competition and like the energy like from the crowd it was super good and everything like hit super well and at the end of it I think everyone was just really happy and then like we hit a routine at state like we weren't expecting to win but just to like hit your routine at state is like the goal pretty much and at state just enlighten me a little bit at state do you only get one one routine for the whole tournament so you get one shot to nail it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow and you nailed it. And you earlier, Emily, said we're going to beat these crazy good teams. And you were you were obviously a crazy good team and didn't yeah. even realize it, right? Yeah. Um, I guess because, like, just because we didn't win, it was just, like, yeah, like, we didn't expect to win. But obviously everyone wants to win, so it was really cool. So talk a little bit about what your coaches are like. What, how would you describe the personalities? What type of, you know, what do they bring to the team that you've, you've really enjoyed or desired in their first couple years? I think that the most um, important thing they bring to the team, honestly, this sounds kind of bad, but their age. Because um, they were fresh out of college when they started coaching us. And I think it's really nice to have coaches that are closer in our Because they both cheered most of their entire lives. So they know they're very experienced. Um, and they can relate to us. They have like they had the same mentalities we do at this point, and they like know what it's like. And um, they're super fun. They make practices really fun. They know how to make us work hard, but also like make sure we're having fun. And um, yeah, they're really good coaches, and they're really good at what they do. How would you describe your cheer culture now? How have they helped build something in these first couple years? Um, I think like going into it, like making sure again like that we have fun and that. We, we I think it was super easy for us to mesh as a team especially this past year like we got really really close as a team like some of the people on the team I'm going to be friends with forever and the coaches like make sure like there's no drama on the team make sure we're all like mesh really well and like do what they can to make to set us up for success did you lose a lot of um a lot of members of your 2019 team from being seniors uh, not really. I think we lost like three seniors total. So, so you brought a pretty good group back, ready to yeah, mesh. Yeah, we had a lot of the same team from 2019 this year. So how did nice. this year finish up? Um, we actually got fifth this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it definitely. Um, I think I don't want to like blame it on COVID, but I guess that definitely like ha- played a part. And we obviously didn't have the outcome this season that we hoped for but I thought this season was one of the most fun seasons we had and um, we had a really great routine we had a lot of fun doing what we were doing and I think that especially this past season that was kind of more important. So kind of talking a little bit about the season compared to you guys kind of when you guys talked about getting fifth place you, I can see on your faces you're like yeah it happened but mm-hmm. it's different. Um, again not a lot of experience with cheer from me, whatever. Honestly, the only thing I have experience with is watching Bring It On. So that's literally the only experience I have. <laughs> I've also seen that. I yes. forgot. They're very good. They're very good. Very very good. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, Why didn't we draft top cheer movies? Because uh, everyone smart. would have just picked Bring It On. <laughs> but uh, you made me think, lose my train of thought. Oh, yes. So I'm imagining with cheer, like you guys feed off the crowd a lot, like the energy and everything. Yes. So how is that different? like this year without a crowd like what you guys do to get your guys kind of like pumped up for it yeah um well yeah we especially like um the 2019 year the crowd played a huge part in how we did um and then this year obviously we didn't really have that much of a crowd it was just kind of our parents and the parents from the other schools like the two other schools so um I think it was uh, the first competition like kind of was 
a slap in the face about how much we need to motivate ourselves because the crowd's not going to do it for us this year. We need to, like, put in the work to make sure we're ready. And um, at State, we did have, like, a pretty big crowd. But, um, yeah, it was just we had to learn how to feed off our own energy on the floor before we try to depend on the crowd because they can't do it for us because there's no one in the crowd, you know. And I'm sure you guys weren't the only team that was learning how to hype yourself up during yeah. COVID. Um, was there a time when, like, you have to look back now and just kind of reflect and say, we were so thankful we got to have a season, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, what was, did you guys have that in your mind every day coming in, even though, you know, maybe things were a little bit different, maybe things weren't as fun as they used to be in a sense, but did you have it in your mind that we were just thankful that we get to have a season? Yeah, especially for me, since I'm a senior and then like winning state last year and then COVID happened, I was like really scared that we weren't going to get a comp cheer season. And, like, it being my last year, I was, like, super scared. And then, like, close contact at school. Like, I was always scared I was going to get a close contact and have to miss a cheer competition. And I actually missed one because of close contact, and it was so sad, like, <laughs> having to miss a competition. How would you describe the dynamics and differences between your 2019 team and this year's team? Um, I think, well, because we had over 20 people return from 2019 to 2020. Because on a team of 22, we had – three people leave and three new people come in so honestly the dynamic I feel like the with the people didn't really change but obviously we had to switch our mentality because we started so late and because we didn't have a crowd and the competitions looked different and we had to get a routine that was available like was able to switch people out if you were out because of COVID or close contact and so um I think we got a lot of things thrown at us throughout the season like missing people that were had to be at home or like how the competitions were like we had all of that thrown at us and I think that the dynamic of the team definitely switched when we had to realize that we had to be flexible we had to um, figure out how to like work hard um, with the people we have um, and just like like the mentality switch I think was the biggest thing I was just wondering this as you said that so how does it work, like especially this season, but in any competition, like you have to know your specific, like the your your specific routine the whole time for your team. Mm -hmm. What happens if somebody gets hurt or somebody gets close contact? Is there a backup who knows that person's whole routine? Um, or do you have to learn that person's role? Well, I think if you have a big enough team, you can have like alternates who are like people ready to go in whenever. But honestly, our team is really not that big compared to everyone else. Like our team, we have a team of 21 or 22. And so if someone was out, we would work really hard in practice to switch people around on the floor like we had no people to pull from so like off those 22 people we had to figure out a way for everyone to be where we need to be and there was definitely times where like a stunt group couldn't go in the air like they just had to like mark it on the ground because they were missing someone but um yeah we our coaches and like we as a team really worked hard to fill all of the holes that when people were gone I have to imagine that coaches were really <laughs> hoping that nobody got close contact because yeah. that just made their life miserable. And also on that topic, so when, you know, bigger teams having alternates, is that more like on the, you know, like the club cheer side? Are there always alternates? Are those bigger teams when it comes to club cheer or are there like high school teams that have massive teams with alternates ready? Um, I feel like O'Gorman and like Harrisburg and them, I feel like they have like more alternates to pull from just because they're a lot bigger of schools and I feel like there's a lot more girls at those schools that cheer and a lot of like mm -hmm. girls at those schools do club cheer so they have a lot of cheer girls. And you both used to do club cheer, correct? Yeah. How yes. would What would be the biggest differences you would describe between club cheer and, and high school competition? Um, 
I would say club cheer is a lot more like serious and you like travel all over and club cheer you have like a lot of more time to work on your routine like you get it in the summer like June and then it's all the way through May and so you like change your routine throughout the whole like season and you have like different competitions where you compete and yeah I feel Mm -hmm. like high school cheer is yeah, I would say definitely, well, because I think the biggest difference is for a high school cheer, you cheer for your school, and all-star cheer, you cheer for, like, your organization or, like, your club, and um, where we did um, all-star cheer, there was, like, six different teams, so, like, if someone got hurt or if someone was unable to compete or practice, it was super easy to pull someone from another team, where at Washington, we have our one team, we have our 22 people, and you just don't really have that luxury to just, like, pull people if someone's out. So switching gears just a little bit, uh, on the podcast, we normally talk something about the circle of courage. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week, we're going to focus on mastery, as this seems like it's kind of an important piece of a cheer yes. competition. You have to be mas- you have to show mastery at what you do. So what does that look like in cheer? And then how has Washington made you realize the importance of striving towards mastery? Yeah, so um, when you go into that first competition, you have to know your routine, like the back of your hand, able to do it with your eyes closed um, in your sleep. Like you have to know it so that once you do get on the floor and the music starts, it's just like second nature to you. Um, And I think because we started all-star cheer kind of young, like we started when we were eight years old, like that's something we kind of grew up like learning how to do. And once we got to high school, that was super, I think it was a pretty easy transition to like figure out how to like navigate that. And I feel like along with that, we practice every single day for comp cheer. So like mastering our routine is really important too. And How long does a typical like cheer practice last? Are you in there for you know, two, three hours, or is it pretty short and sweet? Um, well, in, like, the summer, we have choreo, so that's super long, like, five hours. Yeah. Five hours? Yeah, learning yeah. our routine and getting it. And then, like, normal practices, I would say between an hour and, like, an hour and a half, two hours. Gotcha. And you you spoke to it a little bit, I think, Emily. You guys have been doing this since you were maybe eight years old. You've yeah. been doing, you know, you've been doing club cheer, you've been doing... You know, I don't know if there's, is there cheer like at the middle school level and all that too? I'm sure you've been doing something on the side as well. But you grew up with friends who now you're cheering against at other schools. What has that been like? Um, Definitely, yeah. So we started when we were really young and obviously we both did all-star cheer, club cheer for like nine, nine nine-ish, eight or nine years. So we've been doing it for, or we did it for a long time. And obviously we made so many friends and as we've grown up, they've also grown up and gone into high school. And I think definitely we have a lot of friends on the Roosevelt team and the O'Gorman team and the Lincoln team so um, I think competing against them I think it's fun because you get to see people that you normally cheer with like in the crowds and they're wishing the best for you and you're wishing the best for them but at the same time like you're like I kind of want to beat them like they're my friends like I like want to outperform them just stuff like that so you can say it did did that make 2019 just a little bit sweeter yes <laughs> I could I definitely think maybe not the people we're super close friends with but obviously no one likes to lose and like after that after we won and those teams were obviously not super happy that they lost coming into the next season they were hungry to win like they were ready to beat us mm-hmm. They, yeah. Did you have that on your mind this season as you came in as the, you know, the former state champions? Did you have it in your mind each time of like, we have to, you know, like we have to be good enough to win a state title again? Did that put weighted pressure on your team? Um, I think it did put some pressure on us just because we won last year. But I don't think our goal was like winning again. I think all of us just like wanted to hit and like 
do well at competitions, especially with COVID. Like, we actually get a season. So I feel like our goal was mainly just to, like, hit our routine and just whatever place we get is what place we get. And I think, uh, you know, most people would probably agree that whatever sport you were in, no matter how the success or last year, I mean, you guys were lucky that you got to have a state tournament last year. You Mm -hmm. know, a lot of, we included, you know, a lot of teams just didn't get to have one. And, you know, now we're in the 2021 season and hoping that we get to have one at the end of this season. So um, kudos to you guys. That's an awesome accomplishment in your in your coaching staff and your team and everything. And um, it's really it's something you guys got to achieve, something that not many people get to. So you get to mm-hmm. hold on to that forever. Let's get to our draft. Okay, so today's draft is going to be our top five Disney movie characters. Disney characters, all right? And like I explained it, but I'll explain it again, our guests always go first. So it doesn't matter, Abby or Emily, one of you can go first, then we'll go all the way around, scouting myself, and then I'll get two, come back to you, and then if Abby goes first, you'll get two picks when it comes back around to you. We'll each end up with five, okay? So with our number one draft, who's going first and what character are you taking? Um, I'll go first. I think my favorite Disney character is probably Cinderella. I'm a big Disney princess fan, so. Can't argue with that one going first. Um, I'll have to go with Elsa. I was going to choose Elsa, actually. <laughs> is it my turn? I'm going to go Sid from Toy Story. I'm totally kidding. No, oh, it's not. Just <laughs> I'm just um, I actually put the list on my phone, and I forgot to click save. So I am literally going in the dark here. So you're, you're cheating <laughs> off my list. Yes. Uh, no, my first uh, person that I was going to pick is the genie from Disney. Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, you're not kidding. I'm looking at your your phone, and it literally says enter title on it with, with a blinking uh, little dash. Okay, uh, my first pick, I think it's the obvious number one. I can't believe it made it this far, Mickey Mouse. Um, my second pick is going to be – I was always a huge Buzz Lightyear fan, so I'm going with Buzz Lightyear. Even though some would argue Woody's better, I think he's a pretty good value in the second round. Yes. Um, my second pick, I'm going to take Olaf. That was good. <laughs> um, my second one, um, I know you're a big Buzz Lightyear fan. I'm going to go with Woody. Okay. Um, so. I, I'm proud of you for that. If he was going to be on the board when he came back, I was going to take him. Oh, perfect. Um, my second pick, I'm going to have to go with Peter Pan. That's a good pick. Uh, so my third, third pick, right? Nope. So she gets two. Oh, she gets two. She gets two. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Snake draft. Um, and then Ariel. Strong. Thanks. Um, my third one, I'm going to go with Winnie the Pooh. Really? Yeah. Classic. I forgot all about Winnie the Pooh. I did too, but that just spurred some other uh, characters maybe to pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Mulan for my third pick. Mulan's a good one. Um, my third pick is going to be the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. And then my second one... I think I'm going to take Tarzan, Ooh. and I don't really know why, but I, I'm i going to go with Tarzan. I have no reasoning for that. <laughs> um, for my fourth pick, uh, I'm going to piggyback off your Winnie the Pooh, and I'm going to go Tigger. Okay, strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for mine, I'm going to go with Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Um, I think I'm going to go with Anna from Frozen. <laughs> Big Frozen fan. Abby, I can just tell that you're a Frozen fan. Yeah, I like Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> You get you get two, Abby. And this um, is, is this, this is the final pick too. Oh, shoot. Um, 
Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, good pick. Actually, I have to give a plug for Wreck-It Ralph. He was a number one draft pick a couple weeks ago with Eli Williams for mm. our top five basketball movie characters. Yeah. <laughs> I know the look you're giving me. He took it mm. first. Um, okay, so for my final pick, um, I think I'm going to go with um, Snow White, another Disney princess, one of my favorites. Uh, for my last pick, I'm going to go with Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. It's now a Disney character. Does that count? Do you not want, do you not want me to have it count? I can pick it. No, I do. I do think <laughs> it, might, it, it probably should count, but I, I just kind of forgot that they're now Disney. So, All right, so I have two left, right? I should, or one? You just have one. I do? How many have I taken? Mickey, Buzz, Tarzan. Who else did I take? You had the, the Beast. beast. Okay. Yeah. All right, one left. Um, <laughs> I was trying to cheat. Yeah, that's that's the one I was going to go with. I This this is two characters, but I think it counts as one. I'm going to go Timon and Pumbaa okay. to round it out. Okay. Yeah, they were on my list, too, I remembered, but then when I saw it, I let you keep them. I'm pretty impressed <laughs> with your draft for not having any any draft to go off of. Well, girls, thank you so much for taking the time to come in and tell us a little bit about your experience, yeah. your season in 2019, and then your 2020 crazy season that you had. Um, we just really appreciate the time, um, and wish we wish you all the best as you head toward the rest of this school year, hopefully in school and yeah, not hopefully. remote. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Yeah, thank you. Test one, two, three, test one, two, three, test one, two, three. If I record myself talking um, into the into the phone for a few seconds, then I click.